Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, you guys. It's Yaz. And today I'm going to do listener questions. I have some good questions for you guys. All right. So the first one is this. She writes, my self-esteem has really plummeted over the last 15 years. And I'm starting to think my husband mostly is causing it. He does still compliment me, but I feel like they're backhanded compliments like you're still beautiful Even though you gained 40 pounds, last week he said he's still attracted to my vagina when I joked about my belly flab. That one really got to me mentally. He essentially made it sound like he's not attracted to the rest of me anymore. A long time ago, he got drunk and told me I'm too fat to wear tight shirts. He also told me I'm the least attractive girl he's ever dated, again when he was drunk. I think I'm depressed. I've gone in and out of it since marriage, and my weight always fluctuates based on it. If I'm depressed, my weight goes up. It's been impossible to lose weight lately because I can't seem to buck the depression, and I think a large part of it is due to my low self-esteem. Am I being too sensitive? I also struggle with hypothyroidism, and the only time I've ever been thin was when I waitressed or later on when I was no longer waitressing, but I've devoted two to three hours a day to working out. This year, I've realized that maybe this is as good as it gets, and maybe I should find someone else who's actually attracted to me the way I look right now, okay? And then she writes, I'm not obese, I'm just not thin. All right, first of all, her husband sounds like an idiot, okay? Pretty plain and simple, he's an idiot, He's not supportive, okay? When you get married, and especially when you have kids, and you're taking care of kids and everything like that, you know, you're not going to be like somebody that's 22 years old that has no kids, that has no responsibilities or anything like that, and only has to worry about, you know, going out and taking care of yourself. You know, if she's been married 15 years, she may have kids. She says she gets depressed over certain things that are going on in her life. But the one thing that I will say about all this is this, you guys. You always got to care about your appearance. And you care about it not for the other person, but for yourself. For yourself. For your own self-esteem. You do it for you, okay? You don't do it to please somebody else. 
you know, and the fact that she's like, well, you know, I'm not obese, but I'm not thin or anything like that. First of all, you know how many dudes are attracted to women that are thick and curvy women? All right. There's so many men that love thick, curvy women. I, I mean, everybody has their own type. You know, when he married her, he should have realized that, you know, when you marry somebody, you're going to grow with that person. All right. And you're going to evolve with that person and you're going to have different things going on in your life with that person. And that's why I tell you guys all the time to look at the inner person. Are they kind and understanding? Okay. This guy is not kind and understanding. And a lot of times when he makes these comments to her, she says he's drunk. Now we all know a lot of times when somebody is drunk, the truth comes out. Okay. But that's not an excuse. That's not an excuse. This girl is falling into a depression. He's He obviously has kind of like checked out where he, he doesn't care what he says to her. They've gotten to the point of they're so comfortable with each other that he feels he could say whatever he wants to say to her. And it really doesn't matter. You know, it, it obviously irritates him, her weight and everything like that. So he's being passive aggressive and he's giving her these little digs. And... She is, she is also, she has a medical condition, okay, with her thyroid and everything like that, that he should be taking into consideration and being supportive with her. What he should be doing is trying to help her to feel better about herself and maybe supporting her, her, you know, maybe not supposedly that she's got to be down to a size three, but that she's healthy for her own health and she's not getting it from this guy. What she needs to do is she needs to sit down and talk to him and, and let him know that, you know what, this is not okay how you talk to me. This is not okay. And the other thing too is I'd like to know what he looks like because unless he's Mr. Fit America, who is he to sit there and tell her that her shirt is too tight, Okay that she shouldn't wear tight shirts, all right? Unless it's, you know, very embarrassing or something like that where you can't be seen in public. He's got no right to say anything like that. So here's the thing, you guys. This is a this is a major, major topic, and especially, oh my goodness, especially in the divorce groups. I see it all the time, these guys. They're always taking jabs about women's weight. They're always saying something like, uh, Oh, I don't want anybody that grows and, you know, becomes big and this and that and everything like that. And, you know, after you marry them, you know, they, they put on all this weight. Well, there's plenty of men that put on a lot of weight too, okay? And there's plenty of men that don't take care of themselves either. It goes both ways. It goes both ways. So the point the point being is she's got to communicate with him and let him know that, you know what, that's not okay, how you talk to me. And if you continue to do this, you know, I'm going to have to step back from this because the problem is you guys, the problem is it's putting her into a depression and it's making her very unhappy. So unless he makes an effort to try to change his behavior and realize that he's hurting her, she's going to have to walk away from this because it's only going to progress and get worse you know, the more you let somebody get away with criticizing you or judging you, the more they're going to keep jabbing at you. You've got, you got to cut it right 
then and there and let them know, no, you don't talk to me like this, okay? Do not talk to me like this because I'm not going to tolerate something like that, okay? Now, there's some toxic couples that go at it where, you know, the husband may uh, criticize the wife and then the wife is criticizing the husband and the two of them are at each other's necks. And you should not have to be at that point. You know, if somebody is, you know, crossing your boundaries and insulting you or being passive aggressive or anything like that, you have to let them know. You got to call them out on it, okay? You have to call them out on it. See, a lot of people, they'll walk away and they won't say anything. If you walk away and you don't say anything, that person is going to keep doing it. Okay, it's like dealing with a bully. If you don't call out a bully, they're going to keep doing it because they're going to they're going to sense fear. All right. So you have to let them know, hey, no, that's not okay. That is not okay. Do not talk to me like that or anything along those lines. If you're not happy, there's the door. But you're not going to sit here and insult me. Okay. And that's how you have to handle something like that. And if he just won't make an effort, like he is totally like checked out and he feels like, you know, he could take or leave the marriage, then yeah, the marriage is pretty much done. If he could take or leave the marriage and he's not willing to, he doesn't care enough about her to put the work into it, then the the marriage is, you know, they're existing, they're not living. Okay. And there's a lot of marriages that have that where you exist and you're not living because you're not trying to put the work in to try to make your partner happy. Okay. We always talk about that, that saying happy wife, happy life. Well, it goes both ways, you know, happy husband, happy life too. But the point is you want your partner to be happy. Okay. Bottom line, you want your partner to be happy because when they're happy, then you're going to be happy and vice versa. But if if you're dealing with a partner who just doesn't care and just wants to keep, you know, putting you down and everything like that, you call them out on it, you let them know. And if they don't, you know, make a change, you have to step back from that. And you have to walk away from that because you're not about to go into a pit of depression. You're not going to go into a pit of depression. This is why you always have to have your own self-worth, you guys. And this is what happens a lot of times in long-term relationships. People lose themselves in the relationship. When you start to go out with somebody for a long time, you get comfortable with that person. In other words, you you don't care anymore because you're, you're so comfortable in the relationship you stop caring about how you look, you stop, you know, and once you do that, your partner is going, if if there's somebody who's not a nice person and can't talk to you nicely, they're going to throw jabs at you. Okay. Or a lot, a lot of times, you know, they check out of the relationship. A lot of these relationships, they'll be on social media talking to other people, but that's not necessarily why people do that. You have people that have relationships where the partners are looking great and everything like that. And they're still doing that because they're just selfish and they always need that outside validation for their ego. But the point I'm trying to make in all this is you guys, whether you're going out with somebody, whether you're dating somebody or whether you're married to somebody, you always have to take care of yourself for yourself so that you feel, you feel good about yourself. Because if you let yourself go, If you let yourself go and you're dealing with one of these kind of partners that's a wicked partner, all right, 
they are going to put you into a depression. You know why they're putting you into a depression? Because you already feel bad about yourself. Because you already feel like, you know, you're not at your best. So you're letting what this person's words are saying and saying affect you. And it's going to put you deep into a depression. That's why you always have to have your own thing. You always have to work on yourself so that today or tomorrow you're in a relationship with somebody and things aren't working out. You could be like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm out of here. I don't got to take this kind of nonsense. All right. I'm telling you guys, and especially not only with that, but also with your money. Okay. Also with your money, you should always have your own money on the side. All right. Believe me when I tell you, okay. (laughs) Believe me when I tell you, you don't know how important that is unless you've been through divorce court and stuff like that. Believe me when I tell you. So the thing, the thing is this, you guys, this, this, this girl, you know, she's gotta, she's gotta get a backbone and she's gotta like not allow him to talk to her or treat her like this. And, you know, if he doesn't listen, she's gotta step back from it and, and, and be like, listen, if you can't respect me, then I can't be in this relationship. And obviously this guy has no respect for her because she put on weight. Okay. So, you know, you have to accept your partner, good, bad, or ugly, okay? Like they say, in sickness and, you know, in health and sickness, however it goes. But that's the thing, you know, that's why when you marry somebody, you're marrying somebody with a beautiful heart. Not that, you know, they look like uh, they belong on Fitness Magazine, all right? Because things happen in life. People get sick in life. Sometimes people are busy with kids and, and your life is self, you know, your life is not your own when you have kids and you don't have the time to, to be on a treadmill for two hours a day like you could when you didn't have children or you didn't have responsibility or you weren't working or you weren't running around doing for everybody else. And somebody's got to accept you for you. They got to accept you for you. All right. But you want to know that you are doing all that you can as a person to be the best person you are. Because when you know that you are doing that, you know that if somebody says anything to you, you can call them out on it. You could check them on it and be like, hey, no, you're not doing that. Because you know what? I am doing everything here. I'm taking care of myself. I'm taking care of the kids. I'm doing this. I'm I'm doing that whether cleaning the house, I'm working or whatever, everything. How dare you? Don't you ever talk to me like that. Don't you ever talk to me like that or you and I will not be talking, okay? You want to help me, you know, to, to make things easier or better around here? Then that's great, okay? Then we could work together. We're supposed to work as a team. And if that person cannot be your support system, then you don't need to be in a relationship that's going to put you down into a depression, Okay? Now, question, the next question. I had a girl ask me, how do you get past the talking stage? Whew, okay. (laughs) She says, apparently it seems like we can never get past the talking stage. Well, see, here's the thing, you guys. It depends on where you met them. Where did you meet this person? Where are you meeting these people? On a dating app? You know on a dating app, everything's touch, go, touch, go. You know on a dating app, they're talking to you and talking to six other people, right? You do know that, right? That's what the dating apps are about. It's all about game, as I've said a thousand and one times on my podcast. So don't expect, you know, a miracle out of a dating app, okay? 
But the thing is this, you guys, how do you get past the talking stage? Well, it's very easy to get past the talking stage when you're dealing with somebody who really wants to meet somebody. Um, you find people that are sincere in looking to meet somebody. And how do you do that? You meet them in like, if you have an interest group, like a lot of people, they'll do clubs, like I've talked about where to meet people in that other podcast that I did, you know, previously. And you, you, you have something to talk about. What you do is you, you, you know, you engulf yourself in the conversation of whatever the interest group you were in and you met that person in, you have something to talk about. You have something to talk about. Now, if you are going to do the online dating, you know, and that's the route that you choose to put yourself through that, okay? If you're going to do that, then if you want to get past the talking stage, you've got to be a very direct person, you know? Stop floating around and waiting around for these people. You know, take a little initiative in the sense that ask these people about themselves. You should want to know as much as you can about that person. So ask them questions. Ask them about their exes. Oh my goodness, that is one of the most important questions you could ask. Once you ask them about their exes, that's a whole conversation within itself. And that person should be able to open up a little bit about that, okay? If they're not telling you anything about their exes at all, or they're not opening up to you at all, and they telling you nothing, that is a red flag, you guys. That is a red flag. That could be a red flag because, number one, they could still be talking to their ex. That could be a red flag because they had a wicked breakup with their ex and they don't want to tell you, okay? Maybe they cheated on their ex or maybe they treated their ex lousy so they're reluctant to talk about it. That's a huge red flag, okay? Now, some people just don't like to talk about their exes, but it... it if you're just asking a regular question like, you know, how long were you with your ex and, you know, how was that? You could say something along the lines like, how was that relationship, you know? And then everybody asks, you know, why didn't it work out? And you could ask those kind of questions as well, okay? Now, if you could flow with the conversation with somebody and you guys are getting a vibe going and you're connecting, that person if they're interested and they like the conversation, should follow up, right? They should say something to you like, you know, can I contact you tomorrow and we could talk some more or something like that. Now, if they don't, if they don't, then they may be talking to somebody else that they're a little bit more interested in. And don't take it personally because in the beginning, you don't know what's going on in these people's lives, okay? What do I always tell you guys, especially with a dating app? You meet somebody on a dating app, I would say at least half of the people you meet on a dating app, they've got somebody, you guys. They may not be necessarily in a relationship, but they've got a situationship somewhere. You know, it's like, you know, my my homegirl said to me one time, she's like, She's like, these dudes all got somebody, all right? So the thing is, the thing is this, all right? Don't ever think that these people are, you know, you're the only person in the world that they're talking to. But if they like you, okay, and you're able to connect in conversation, they should be following up with you. Now, if you're dealing with a player, a player is not going to be consistent with you. So 
Be careful of who you pick. That's the biggest one, you guys. You got to be careful of who you pick. You got to look at these people like through a microscope, all right? You've got to look at these people through a microscope and see, okay, what, what, what type of dude am I dealing with here, okay? Am I dealing with somebody who looks like a player, who, you know, is in love with themselves, who has pictures up without a, sh you know, without a shirt on, flexing in the mirror, ding, ding, okay? You are most likely dealing with somebody who could be a player and is trying to, you know, show off the body like, hey, babes, here I am, all right? So know who you're dealing with, you guys, all right? Know who you're dealing with. You, you, you know when somebody is a sincere person and when somebody is just like, you know, the touch base kind of talk. Hey, nice to, you know, how are you and everything like that? How's it going? You know, they, 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 they give you like three lines and then the next thing is, when can we meet? When can we meet? If you're dealing with somebody like that, that is somebody who really doesn't want to get to know you. It's all about penciling you in your option number. You're the second option on Saturday night after they leave the first option, they're going to come meet you. Okay. So, you know, how much time somebody gives you tells you a lot about how serious they are in getting to know you, okay? And the other thing is, like I've said before in my prior podcast, you guys got to go back and listen to the earlier podcast because I really get in depth with this stuff, all right, on what to look for. A lot of them that aren't sincere are going to, you know, keep you on the phone in the beginning, the first, second, third day, all right? And then they're going to try to meet up with you right away, okay? What are you doing this weekend? I've only spoken to you two days in a row, but I was on the phone for three hours each day. So you're thinking, oh, he's so into me, right? He's so into me. Don't be fooled, okay? Don't be fooled. That's that's game. That's player. Don't be fooled. That's why I tell you guys, do not meet these people right away. You have to wait at least a week with full week conversation, at least, you guys, at least a half hour a day conversation on the phone to know if you're dealing with somebody who has potential to be a real one, okay? And what do I mean by a real one? I'm talking about somebody who wants to know who you are. Who are you uh, underneath that picture of you in that red dress that they saw online? They should want to know, who are you? Who are you, okay? And what do I always say all the time? They need to ask you questions about you. If they're not asking questions about you, guess what? They could care less. They could care less. They are just looking at you as a sexual object, okay? They're nice and everything like that. But if, they, if they're if they not taking an interest to ask you questions, then they could care less. Sorry to tell you, but that's how they are. Because some of them are are not that smart. And you have to be able to spot that, okay? So, you know, try try your best to keep the conversation flowing when you start talking to somebody. Make sure you pick the right people. Make, try to meet people in the right places, okay? Another thing, too, I wanted to bring up. I forgot to bring this up on my podcast about meeting people, you guys. A great way to meet somebody is if you keep going to the same places. I used to do this all the time, all right? I used to travel into... um into New York City and I used to take the train all the time and I used to, you know, 
I used to take the really early train because I had to be at work at like seven o'clock in the morning because I worked down on Wall Street. And I used to take like the the five o'clock, five thirty train, like it was like the lunch pail crew, all the guys on the train, right? And I used to see the same people. And that's how I met so many people. And I dated people from the train, okay? Or if you go to the same coffee shop every morning for your coffee, all right? Or, you know, you go to the local 7-Eleven, it's always swarming with people, you see the same people. This is what I'm saying. If you see the same people and you're always, you know, on the same clock, eventually people start talking to you or they say hello to you. And that's how you strike up a conversation as well. That's a great way to meet somebody, all right? You know, other places are coffee shops and stuff like that. You know, anywhere where you go regularly, a lot of people say the gym, but I I have to tell you with the gym, the gym is a hit or miss. Okay. I'm going to talk about the gym now. All right. Because, you know, I, before COVID, I was going to the gym for like six, seven years straight. I was going five days a week and I used to, I used to see the same people. All right. And a lot of these people in the gym, you know, they have like the blinders on when they come in and they go to the back and they're like working out and everything like that. And a lot of them are not there to meet people. Okay. A lot of them are in relationships as well. So, you know, the gym is not always the best place to meet somebody. Okay. Just, just be careful of that. You know, if you go to the gym, let somebody come up to you. Don't go up to them unless you're just making conversation as, you know, a fellow gym partner and talking and everything like that because a lot of these people in the gym are married, all right? A lot some of them, so you don't want to, you know, make a pass at somebody and then you find out, "Oh, sorry, I'm married." All right? So, don't do that at all. That's why I'm telling you, try other places. And then the other problem with the gym too is if you go to the gym all the time, and let's say you date somebody from the gym. Now, what are you going to do? Let's say it doesn't work out. Now, you got to see this person in the gym. That's awkward, right? It's like dating somebody you work with. So if you're going to do one of those scenarios, make sure that, you know, this person is worth it, okay? And that you don't do anything crazy or something like that, that you have to be embarrassed later on if you run into them or feel uncomfortable, Okay. Okay, here's the next question. And this is a very, very common question. All right. She writes, okay, I use the dating sites. How do you feel about someone who says they're not sure or they don't know what they're looking for? Okay, first of all, anybody who says they, they're not sure what they're looking for or they don't know what they're looking for, that is game. Okay. That is game, game, game. Of course they know what they're looking for. Don't be a sucker and believe that, you guys. All right. That's how they fluff you. All right. They know what they're looking for. They, they're not going to say a relationship and they're not going to say a hookup. If they're not saying that they're looking for something, you know, to meet somebody and, you know, looking to date or whatever, then guess what? Guess what? They're most likely looking for a hookup and you're on a dating app. You're on a dating app, okay? This is what they do. They play game, all right? I don't know what I'm looking for. You know, I'm going with the flow or this or that. Yeah, no, yeah. This is what they say. This is how they get out of that question, all right? So what do I always say? They're causing you confusion in your brain. 
You're dealing with somebody who's playing game on you. Don't even waste your time and get off that dating app. You're wasting your time, all right? Unless you want to spend hours with a bunch of clowns. Don't even bother, you guys. I told you, they're all hookups, all right? All right? I, I need to add you guys to my my site with with, you know, all my friends, all my male friends that I have from the groups, okay? I got like... 33,000 over there, and they will tell you, okay, from a male's perspective, they will tell you, they will laugh. If I read this question to them, they would laugh because they would say, they would say, get off that dating app, okay, because they know that it is your game, all right? So listen, listen to me when I tell you this, all right? If somebody is not transparent with you, all right, then you know that you are not dealing with a sincere person, okay? You know, you're not dealing with a teenager here. You're dealing with a grown individual who's on a dating app, and of course they know what they're looking for, okay? And, you know, if we want to just give somebody the benefit of the doubt, which we don't need to in this case because we already know what he is because I've seen it a thousand times, my friends have seen it a thousand times, all right, we could say, well, if you don't know what you're looking for, then you know what? You're a flake and I'm not dealing with you. All right. <laughs> so bye. See you later. You are definitely not worth my time. Okay. Delete block. All right, you guys. So that's it. I hope that helps you. Um, if it does, please hit the subscribe button and please share the podcast. Hi, you guys. It's Yaz. If you have a dating or relationship question or you need an opinion on something, go to the link in the bio and ask a question and get a personalized video sent back to you. It's in the link tree slash the game exposed and you could ask a question and get a personalized video confidentially sent to you um, answering your question. Support for the Game Exposed podcast is brought to you by Manscaped. Who is the best in below-the-waist grooming and hygiene? Ladies, listen up. Manscaped offers precision engineering tools for you and your man's jewels. For any woman out there who has come across a hairy bush, you're now in luck. Manscaped, the best in men's below-the-waist grooming, has launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawn Mower 4.0. Yes, the 4.0. Make sure your man joins the 4 million men worldwide who already trust Manscaped. With this exclusive offer, you get 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code THEGAME at manscaped.com. Okay? Let me tell you guys why I like the Manscaped products. They had sent me some sample products to try out. The lawnmower 4.0 and the weed whacker. And I got to tell you, I was really surprised, you guys, at just how sleek this was. All right. I mean, it's first of all, it's lightweight. I like something lightweight. I don't like a big, heavy razor, you know, or or anything like that. It's very slim and to, to put your arm around. And when you use it, you know, below, it has a, a light on here that makes it so easy, so easy to see what you're doing. It's not like uh, you can't see what you're shaving down below. This this would make a great gift for for the holidays, 
for your man, for a friend, for a relative. And the other thing too that I wanted to bring up about this product, you guys, is that it's waterproof, okay? And it also helps reduce nicks. It reduces ingrown hairs and reduces the risk of grooming accidents. It's a great item. So go to manscaped.com and get 20% off by using code THEGAME. Hi, you guys. I just want to make you aware that the Game Exposed podcast now has their merchandise available. You can check out the link in the podcast description. There's hoodies, there's sweatpants, there's t-shirts, there's cool hats. So go check it out. Link is in the podcast description. And follow Yaz on Instagram at dating underscore advice underscore Yaz. Hi, you guys, it's Yaz, and I want to tell you about my two books on Amazon. The first book is Regain Your Power. It's all about power and relationship. Who has the power in the relationship? And it goes into all of that, okay? The other book is Signs He's Not Into You, He's Wasting Your Time, okay? Check it out. It gives you a lot of good clues as to whether you're with somebody who's a real one or somebody who's just going to waste your time. You could read them both with Kindle's free trial membership. So check it out. Link is in the podcast description.